0: Welcome back everyone to Rock and Ramble podcast. You're here with your host Andrea and Victoria. And we're so happy to be here for another week with you guys, another episode. We are today talking about a band that I am not super super familiar with. I know I think one of their songs. Yeah. But uh
1: Victoria, who is it? We are talking about Thin Lizzy. The boys boys are are back back in in town. town. The boys boys are are back back in in town. town. The boys are back. The boys are back. All right. So Thin Lizzy is an Irish rock band that released music in the 70s and into the early 80s. -hmm. And like we said, their most well-known hit is The Boys Are Back in Town. Um, But they do have a a few other popular, really popular ones, um, which I think you would recognize at least two of them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So... Going Hmm. into this, I think you knew. I did not know they were Irish. I did not know that. No, I didn't know that Um, either. Yeah. There's a lot of things about this
0: band that I didn't know. Yeah.
1: So they're an Irish rock band. Mm -hmm. um, And maybe that's just like me. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't pay enough attention I always, or I, not always, Hearing I the accents can tell when yep. it's an accent. Like even yeah. like current artists who are, you know, British or <laughs> from wherever, it's so hard for me to hear an accent in song. And then they start talking in an interview or I hear like them promoting something and I'm like, right. what, what? And then there's some who are like, obviously British, like you know just so well known that you know where they're from but right. i cannot always hear it in their songs so Interesting. yeah i was like as soon as i started doing the research i was like wait what and especially cuz one of my favorite songs by them and i think this is one of the ones you would know is the mm-hmm. cowboy song oh yeah and yeah okay they're yes, talking I about meeting one. a girl in texas and i just <laughs> did not <laughs> wait would not have thought like some irish band but again like we talked about in the last episode san antonio mm-hmm. Was bigger, so maybe yeah. maybe that's why they're like, "Oh, Texas and just cowboys." So I think many... a lot of people think yeah. cowboys are cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, so many bands you know reference Texas. Oh, uh,
1: Thunderstruck, Thunderstruck. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Ah. And, and um, also, yeah. well, I mean, it's not a huge song, but China Grove. Oh. <laughs> I, I always think that's so cool because I was like, "Oh, I didn't yeah. know that." Towns like right here, like it's so so tiny.
0: Yeah, about and uh, Lagrange,
1: Lagrange, but yeah. ZZ Top oh was gosh. from Texas, ZZ Top. so yeah, yeah, from, um, yeah. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> I was gonna do it, and then I didn't have the. <gasps> <gasps> down. Uh-huh.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, so yeah, when we we will do a ZZ Top episode. Oh, for sure. That was one of my uh, whenever we were trying to think of uh, names for this podcast. I really wanted us to be called ZZ Tappas. <laughs> <laughs> My sister Megan was like, "That's dumb, though, because like you're not only going to talk about ZZ Top and you have nothing to do with food." And I was like, "Yeah, but like ZZ Top is in the genre that we're going to talk about, and we're like giving tidbits of information." And like I had it oh, all worked out in my platters. head. Yeah, like small platter. And yeah, but I do. I think like there should be a food truck called ZZ Tapas.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of okay, total tangent again from okay. Lizzie, but um, I. And if anybody does this, I'll be so mad. Don't steal this idea. But also, I am not going to yeah, do it myself. Don't steal so, my <laughs> Don't steal my idea that I'm never going to do, probably. This is proprietary information. I think it would be... <laughs> yeah. be so cool to own a business. And I don't know if it would be a restaurant or a bar <laughs> or a mix. But in San Antonio, named Little Essays. Like Little Essay. <laughs> <laughs> so You've said that cool. before. I don't know, why doesn't... Why doesn't anyone capitalize <laughs> on that? Like, that's a perfect little family-friendly <laughs> drinking place to go to. Like, have a playground, get some drinks, go to a little Essay's house. Go <laughs> to a little Essay. <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense to me. Oh, my gosh. I Yeah, so. you brought
0: that up before. You should do that. Do it. Yeah, Make it like one, one of those really cool – restaurants. There's so many more, and especially now that we have young kids. So my they're the same age, right? They're uh, yeah. The boys are going to turn five right? Yeah. In a couple months. In a couple yeah. months. uh, So we have five and six year olds and mm-hmm. going to a restaurant. One of my prerequisites for going to a restaurant is, does it have a playground? And <laughs> if it does, awesome. We're going to that one. I don't even care yeah. what they serve. Oh. Like we're going there. And yeah. So, it's... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, there's a lot more places popping up, especially around Austin um, and like where you can Parents can go and like have a good time. And there's playgrounds and it's like an enclosed area. It's basically a dog park for children. They can't get out. Why Mm -hmm. has this not taken off sooner? Because it is such a fantastic idea. You put like tables all around the playgrounds in the middle. You put Mm -hmm. tables all around. Mm -hmm. You can eat and you can drink and your kids are safe and you can watch them. You don't have to be like on top of them. And because yeah. I am a helicopter parent, I'll say it like I'd hover over my kids, especially now that I mean, <laughs> this is probably what caused Jack's anxiety, <laughs> me always being there. <laughs> but he he doesn't want to be far away from me. And so like, if he can still see me. He's cool going mm-hmm. and playing, and I don't have to be like standing right next to him. But I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I'm not like one of those parents where I'm just like, "Oh, y'all go play and like come back whenever." Oh yeah, I'm like terrified. I'm so scared of, of that. I mean, I've seen Taken yeah. too many times. <laughs> but,
1: well, yeah, we've we've talked in other episodes, and I probably said it so many times. So I'm a list person, and I have yeah. a spreadsheet of places I want to go. Right. Yes. So yes. restaurants in different areas of town. But I have it in two. I have mm-hmm. one for like me and Pedro. And I was so excited. My list, um, so there's like a kid friendly one, like oh these have playgrounds and oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But the one for me and Pedro is called "The Mamas and the Papas," oh. <laughs> like the band. Yeah. So I was like, hey, that kind of works here. Um, um, that's good. Yeah. They're the band who sings "California Dreamin'." Mm-hmm. And, California um, Dreamin'. Yeah.
0: Not such a waste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was just really proud because yeah. we were talking about that. I yeah, like, Mama oh, Cass. I need that
1: that one. Um, what is it? One sheet of the spreadsheet is the mamas and the, oh, the mamas and I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah Okay, yep. back to Thin Lizzy. Sorry. So, no, you're good. Um, so, yeah, Irish band. Mm-hmm. And one thing that at first I was like, oh, but it's not the case. So, um, two of the members, one of them is a temporary member. He kind of inserts in and out of the band. But the main member, the one who got everything really started, um, his name is Phil Linet, Philip Linet. Yes. And um, he was in Skid Row with Gary Moore. And at first I was like, whoa, what? What? That's huge. But it's an Irish band, Skid yeah. Row. Not an <laughs> American band with Sebastian Bach. Not that one. Not that um, Skid Row. Different Skid Row. But yeah, I think I think Philip Lynott was kicked out. Not like, but he just like didn't fit the band. Yeah. And Gary Moore, who later in the band's history becomes um, the, one of the guitarists. Mm-hmm. But they had both been in Skid Row. And I just was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <sighs> Wait, wait, wait. wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's important. Yeah um so yeah so phil Linet was the lead singer and the bassist and he was the main songwriter it's a good the combo yeah,
0: yeah. Lead and singer and bassist, like that
1: yeah so it was him brian downey who is the drummer mm-hmm. and eric bell who was like their early guitarist so their name actually comes from there was a comic called the beano comic i don't know if you've heard of that before no but um i believe it's just in an Irish one, maybe, um, because it's a female robot, and her actual name is Tin Lizzie, but it's like oh, the, the Irish okay. sound, like Tin Lizzie. Um, so was they terrible. And, and it's slapping the base. <laughs> yeah. Why do you sound like a
0: leprechaun? Um, and Rush so... is another one that we're gonna have to cover. Oh yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're licking each other's bases. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Uh, yeah. Today's Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like... <laughs> Today oh, he's okay. named his
0: dog like Anwar Sadat. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. And that's I another that one of Jason Segel, that Jason Segel looking motherfucker. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry about that. Great. It's
0: another one of those. I told him um, about that. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I listened to that. <laughs> it's
1: like... Sorry. It was. I, I just was, you know, jumping on the joke bandwagon. We're not allowed to be friends anymore. So sorry. Yeah, I mean, he had a good run. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway so the the Tin Lizzy Robot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just spelled differently, L I Z Z I E. Mm-hmm. So that came up he came up with um the name from that and it was Eric Bell, the guitarist, one okay. of the early guitarists who came up with that name. They were signed in nineteen seventy, moved to England in nineteen seventy one because the Irish scene, like the Irish music was not quite on board with rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I mean, you know, different countries move at their own pace, but also keep in mind Irish is heavily Catholic. And so their music was a lot more um, traditional and yeah. like just years behind. I, I mean, they had rock bands, but it was not taking off like it was in other parts of the world. So they moved to England and, yeah. you know, figured that's a better place to get started for that. And unlike, I think you said the Scorp- um, Scorpions took mm-hmm. like like I eight know, it's hard to say
0: because you... You think they're the Scorpions, but it's actually yeah. just Scorpions. And like talking about them, you always want to say that. So like Did the fans kind of added in the, but that they're article, actually just yeah. Scorpions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which well, is the same, like you with had mentioned. Yeah, I know yeah. that one's that one is still hard. Um, but I think you had mentioned it took them like eight years from when yeah. they became a band to releasing their first album. Well, yes. Thin Lizzy signed in 1970. First album is 1971 and didn't do really well and the okay. reviews are like basically like it was really confused like it's mm-hmm. kind of all over the place and I listen to it and I can like the reviews make sense but I mean it's not bad I say it's it's not bad but that's also because I'm like okay I know this isn't becomes a better band so I think mm-hmm. I'm looking at it through a different lens too sure um yeah
0: because yeah, at that time they they don't know what's gonna happen but yeah. it's easier and for so us I'm to listen to it, it and, yeah
1: the Yeah, exactly. And their second album was called Shades of a Blue Orphanage in 1972. So next year, they're at it again. Another album out. And their third album, uh, Vagabonds of the Western World. um, That one actually kind of did a little bit better Mm -hmm. because their first, and I say hit, but it wasn't like a, a huge hit. It just was like got better reception than their first two albums they had a song on there called whiskey in the jar yes and it was like an old irish song folk song and it was just like they covered it but it's like one of many 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 versions Mm -hmm. and so they did it they did they recorded the song and they didn't even want it to be released but Hmm. the label released it and kind of lucky for them because that kind of put them on the map in that area a little more and they were like well you know but it's kind of funny like as we've talked about other bands like one we've talked about their contracts but also the label is just like we're gonna do this yeah like whether you like it or not and that happened with heart where they're like oh we're just gonna put this out yeah and whether... You have no control over it so that's kind of crazy to think about like how much control yeah the label could have over you not everyone does it probably but it's that's why happened, there's so many
0: it... songs like how the format um once they were oh, i think they were dropped by their format yeah, and they wrote um, the compromise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's on this album that that guitarist Eric Bell, the one who kind of came up with the name, mm-hmm. um, he got super drunk on stage and mm. like walked off, and then I guess he kind of meandered back and finished playing, but he was just like done with the band after that. Yeah. So Phil, and this becomes important. Phil, yeah. the lead singer, he said he wants two guitarists moving forward because he doesn't want to have to worry about one of them leaving and they're stuck in a bind without a guitarist yeah so that becomes important in a minute but um That's smart <laughs> so gary moore mm-hmm. the guy that i told you was um in skid row right. like, originally with right. him he temporarily replaced him until um two other guys auditioned scott gorham and um brian robertson so scott is american and brian is scottish so they okay. That's funny. Added some Scott other... Scott is American yeah. and Brian is Scottish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I didn't even click that. that didn't even click, I didn't even click that. I didn't click that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's kind of like the biggest news with that third album. But I will say Vagabonds is one of my favorite words, which I... Do, do you do you have that like where you have like a list of like, oh, that's like a really cool word. I mean, like, I don't have a not, list. Not necessarily what it means, but... Of course, you have a list of like cool words. You well, like. I, don't, I don't actually... Okay, so I will say, and I'll show you a picture. I'll show you because we're. FaceTiming I like the as we word attributed. Ooh, oh! For a long time, didn't you like the word embrace? Yes, embrace. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember you were like, I'm just gonna. What was your word? It. With That's that. my word. Didn't you Ooh. have a
0: word too? Like my word was I embrace, don't... and yours was something else, or maybe it was lane. Maybe lane and had. Like I don't a... think I had a
1: word. But I, I was at first. I was like, when you were like, "Of course, you have a list." I was like, "No, I don't." I don't have a, like a physical list. I just know that there's like some words that stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lie. I just haven't filled it out, but I have a Oh my god. I love. <laughs> but I do have my tattoo is on here. Uh, hallelujah anyway. Oh, yeah. It's it's more phrases right. on this one. This my intention. Okay. Um but like savor every moment of this is always going to be one of my like phrases I love. I love that phrase from the used. So. Yeah,
0: I know. Um but what I was gonna say that that reminds me. Okay, back in back in the days of AOL, AIM, and oh, yeah. like any time there was like a conversation, it was mainly with like boys that I had crushes on, or like one that talked to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I didn't. I talked to like you and Jessica, <laughs> and maybe like a gather up other couple girls and like one boy or oh, something. God. So I would save. And I have like word documents of just, I would copy and paste our conversations and I have them saved because I was like, Oh my God. Like he called me babe.
1: (laughs) 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 He said, Hey babe. Or like, what's up, babe? And I'm like, "Ah, ah, copy, paste, save. (laughs) I a thousand percent remember doing that, but I remember, um, cause this is, Mind you, before we were, like, taking pictures with cell phones and stuff, (laughs) which we've talked about, but I remember freshman year doing that to Shauna, but I printed it out, because I was, like, I'm going to show her this tomorrow at school, and I printed out, like, however many pages, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, look, and I, it's, like, in the different color and font, and stuff, like, line by line, and, like, we... This is so when funny we were to like, think, what, like 14. We sat 15. and read yeah. through like, you know, yeah. two to five pages of conversations, like, oh my gosh, whoa. And then he said and that. That's and a lot of it's like stupid stuff that is not worthwhile to read at all. This kind of goes along
0: with the podcast, but do you remember? So, like, oh God. no, I was at your house, and sometimes you would always set, like, if you were away on aim, like, you would just put like an away message, right? And mm-hmm. then, like, you would just walk away from your computer. Not just you, but like, that's what you did on AOL AIM. And mm-hmm. I was at your house, and you had been having a conversation with Alex, our friend Alex. Uh, mm-hmm. And you like went to the bathroom or something. And so I hopped oh, on okay. your computer. And do you remember this? I wrote to him, and I was just oh, like, no. "Yes, I." The do. from Aerosmith, the their song "Pink," <laughs> and I just wrote to him as you. I want to wrap you in rubber. <laughs> I, thought, I remember that oh, i thought i was oh, being so God. funny because he didn't know that song oh. and i knew you and knew he that he didn't know song. it wasn't me he didn't know and it he wasn't
1: he me was, <laughs> he was yeah. just like what is wrong what Victoria?
0: <laughs> i don't even know what his God, response was but i
1: remember that
0: oh my gosh i thought that was like the funniest prank i'd ever done because we were really good friends jessica,
1: with him yeah jessica did that to me once with <sighs> um with jordan um but oh. something stupid like I had been—I don't know. This is what we did for our social life. We would like go to each other's houses and then just get on aim and, and like talk to other people <laughs> together. A lot of time. That's yeah. Yes, like, he say this. He and yeah. um, yeah. I had been talking to Jordan at her house though, and then I like left to go use the bathroom real quick. So she just, oh, she like. What did she do? She said something like, "Oh, Victoria is like." Or no, like I I have to really go, or like something like that, just (laughs) embarrassing me. And I just had to pee, but she and I come back into toilet. And I was like, no. And I I think it was something like (laughs) Jessica's toilet. (laughs) Okay, you have to edit this out. Oh, that you like broke
0: Jessica's toilet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But she was talking about like the actual seat. Like, yes. Yeah, because it used to, it 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 used to like click in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, and she was like, uh, said something like I don't remember if she was saying Victoria broke the scene yeah. or that was or Victoria broke the toilet and I was like, No, 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 you need <laughs> no, to clarify no. that, please, because that is so <laughs> embarrassing. And she like laughed about it, which Jessica I don't I'm gonna get you. So funny. But it's like yeah. oh man, those were good um, times. Yeah.
0: I am not ending uh, it se- for keeping it. Separate
1: that part. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you can keep it. Yeah. All right. Moving be on.
0: Yes. Good
1: idea. So, um, their fourth album still doesn't have their biggest hit. So they're four albums in, and they're not really gaining any traction with the public. They're mm-hmm. becoming a little bit better known where they are, but not getting very far. Mm-hmm. This one's called Nightlife from nineteen seventy-four. There is a song I like on it though, um, called Philomena, which mm. is about his mom. He was really, oh. really close to his mom. And what's her I name? Didn't mention, mm-hmm. oh, okay. One thing I didn't mention is he is um, half black
0: okay. so his mom
1: yeah. is yeah i didn't know wife. that either dad's had black and so him as the main songwriter he kind of felt like he had a lot to say he'd been through a lot um sure. growing up in you know ireland at this time <laughs> and it was a hard time for him sure. growing up basically and so he became really really close with his mom because his um dad wasn't in his life and mm-hmm. yeah so this it's a really pretty song mm-hmm. and this one was reviewed a little bit better it's like it's underrated but still like a more of a soulful record and their sound has kind of been exploring through all these records it hasn't stayed consistently like rock or this it kind of has a lot of different influences throughout
0: yeah you see a lot a lot with bands like they kind of go from like more of like a bluesy sound maybe like more of a heavy metal sound to like more of a soft rock it just kind of transitions (laughs) Which makes sense, yeah. especially if they span over a certain time, like you're going to have different sounds. For sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. And so their fifth album, um, this is with those two guitars that I mentioned. So it's Phil, Linet and Scott and Robertson. Mm-hmm. They develop what they call a twin guitar sound. So it sounds like two guitars harmonizing. And it was kind of oh, done cool. by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, They had just been in the studio and it just kind of worked out that way. And they heard it back and they're like, whoa, what if... We did it, you know, this way. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't get it more technical than that because <laughs> I mean I read it and I was like, I don't know how to explain this without verbatim reading it and sure. you know, so basically they sound cool, which they do twin guitars
0: and it sounds really cool.
1: Yeah. We love it. We so are so into it. They an article comes out about the album, like, oh, with their twin guitar sound. And they, they just, like, geeked out, like, oh, my God, we have a sound. Like, <laughs> like they're <laughs> talking about us. Like, like you know, it, it, it Let's call it twin cool guitar. <laughs> to be, like, have a signature thing. Yeah. And realize, like, even if you didn't mean to, but just, like, whoa, I think like that's us. our thing. Mm-hmm. So that does become important. Like, how Phil was like, you know, we need two guitars so that one doesn't leave us, you know, stranded right. and we have so nothing. So now we have so twin, twin guitars. Kind of worked out. Yeah, yeah. It worked out really well for them. And that album did all right. It charted at number 60 in the UK. So it right. did better. Mm-hmm. But their biggest album, biggest biggest album, was *Jailbreak*, which is the one yes. that you would probably recognize yes. the cover. I know it's that song. Gray yeah, and black, and it has the picture of them on like the TV thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's their sixth album in 1976. They hit mm-hmm. hit it big in 1976, and it does have the boys are back in town. And oh, it was first actually going to be called, which I don't know if it would have been worked into. The lyrics, mm-hmm. or if it would, you know how some songs don't, the lyrics don't exactly match the title. Um, but at first it was called G.I. Joe is back because it was about the Vietnam soldiers coming home, oh. which I thought was interesting because I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, so that went number one in Ireland, number eight in the UK, and number 12 in the US. Right. So went did pretty well. Yeah. Um, but so it has, the boys are back in town, mm-hmm. jailbreak, and the one I mentioned earlier, my, my favorite is... Cowboy song, yeah, I love that song so much. Like that's probably. I mean, I know the other ones are, are big, but mm-hmm. Cowboy song is like the cool one to me. Um, but this makes me think of Full House. Did you, Did you ever see that episode? I wasn't like hugely into Full House. I haven't watched like the reboot or anything. No, I haven't. But watched, yeah. I remember Uncle Jesse and his friends. Oh singing, yeah, the boys are back in town. Yeah, and it. As I was doing the research, I was like, "Wait, why was he saying that?" And I was like, went back and. Watched like a clip of it, and Mm -hmm. he's like getting emotional, missing like the girls because he had like left Danny and the girls. Yeah. Um, um, But yeah, I just that song is so neat in that way where it's like, you know, you're back, you're with your guys, or you know, your people, and yeah, it just is like a cool sound.
0: It always makes me think of um, A Night's Tale because that's one of the the songs that they play. They that movie. Really good movie oh, if you haven't really seen it. It has really
1: cool yeah. music in it, too. Yeah, it's, it has,
0: like, modern... Kind of modern-day music. Um, uh, modern-day compared to, like, the night era. The medieval time. <laughs> <The> medieval <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it has, like... Uh, there's, like, Queen and then Lizzie and... Um, mm-hmm.
1: Don't they have ACDC on there, too? Yeah. That... I,
0: okay. I believe so, but it's, it's very much, like uh got like that modern music with the that I and it's such a good movie such a good
1: movie yeah love it back to thin lizzie um i just think it's so cool we talked about it a minute ago and i don't remember if it was in this episode or the last episode honestly but mm-hmm. um like the fascination with cowboys is really cool to me and i love the like <laughs> mysterious and lonesome man and you know what I mean or it's like like, I feel like that's what draws people in is like ooh, like seems cool and mysterious and all that um I just think that's really cool so I think part of it is that I think that's why I like the song but also yeah the sound of it is really cool the roll Mm -hmm. me over and turn me around like I I love that part yeah um yeah so I just think that's really cool and so after that um, Phil the lead singer got hepatitis and the like you know I say mm-hmm. I say bright side but it's not great but yeah um he because of that he had to take a break from drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and that so he was already kind of using and yeah. then didn't they think that like just the
0: way he got bad. hepatitis was like using a dirty needle or something through like a, that yeah through yeah. a heroin needle Ugh. yeah so
1: yeah all that's just like really scary so Uh, 1976 that's their their sixth album that's the one that went big and mm -hmm. in the same year they have another album their seventh album called johnny the fox Mm -hmm. and um it's a cool name yeah i like the Mm -hmm. name too um and one of the guitarists he ends up in a bar fight and like uh breaks his hand his hands are like all messed up slashed up because of a like broken bottle so he can't play so he's (laughs) replaced by gary moore that one who was like the temporary yeah, yeah, replacement yeah, yeah. earlier from, the skid row. from skid row yeah. yeah and so this year they tour with queen and phil's like back on drugs and everything yes. and that becomes like huge I, and the other ones here and there are using mm-hmm. i mean i would think because the of, heroin like, the is accounts such like a I a dirty yeah. dirty
0: drug like i mean that... no drugs are good say no to drugs but heroin oh <laughs> yeah it's that's like, trashy
1: yeah that one's really and also scary.
0: can give you hepatitis
1: that one just seems like so scary. Yeah. Um They released a few more albums. Their next album is the following year, their eighth album. And they do have a song that is gonna tie in later, but it's in a different way. Um their song Dancing in the Moonlight, but it's not the yeah. dancing Everybody. in the moonlight. Yeah, it's not that one. Not that one. Um but that one did well. Right. So that one did well for them. And after that they have other hits, but probably a lot of people wouldn't recognize him um there is a there's two that i i know is the chinatown and sarah but okay so black rose a rock legend which i think is another really cool name Mm -hmm. for an album that's their ninth album in 1979 and that's where sarah is on it's on there with do anything you want to and waiting for an alibi but Mm -hmm. scott and phil are using heroin at Mm -hmm. like crazy dangerous levels Mm -hmm. so gary left the band and I mean, I don't know if it's 100% right. and effect. Yeah. That's why he left. But there's two of them now using like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so their 10th album comes out the next year. And there's a different guitarist um, named Snowy White. Oh, gosh. and Yeah, I think that was a funny name. Um, and so that one did okay again, went to number seven in the UK, 120 mm-hmm. on, in US. There, They have two more albums after that. So the 11th album is called renegade mm-hmm. which that is such that's not one of like my favorite words but mm-hmm. it's such a popular word yeah and it's i feel like been the, the name of so many songs mm-hmm. and like albums sticks, and, yeah yeah so but that one like i'm thinking of that one and then there's a, a really cool eminem and jay-z song uh, called oh. renegade that pedro loves so
0: that's one you know that I, like that I don't know
1: <laughs> you know another well, um, word and, that i really
0: like reprimand
1: mm-hmm. Reprimand that man. No.
0: Reprimand that Rip man. man, that man. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. Oh, and actually, there's a a Big Red Machine song called "Renegade" that just came oh. out like last summer with featuring. I don't know Taylor Big Red, Red Machine. Oh, it's um, Aaron Desner of the National and oh. Justin Vernon from Bon Iver. So what? they're in. They're called. Yeah, that's Big Red Machine. What? And yeah, I and, love um, the
0: National. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. And I, I really like
0: uh Bonnie is, is it Bonnie How do you say it? Or Bonnie Boniver? I don't know. No, no I think it's Bonivere. Bon, bon like, Bonivere. Bonnie Yeah. Um he sings like in falsetto most of the time, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I love love I mean I'm not a big Swifty like you are, but I love mm-hmm. her um the albums Exile. Yeah. yeah, Exile was like my favorite song. Uh but what are the names of the album? It's um the first Folklore one. Folklore and Evermore. Folklore oh. and Evermore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those two albums, I listened to them on repeat. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. For probably months. Like, mm-hmm. so, so good. And that Exile song, when he's singing in that deep baritone. Yeah. Oh, so good. And then Taylor Swift, like, she knocked it out of the park with that one. Yeah, With those two like, a, albums. So a good.
1: reaction video. <laughs> I don't remember the girl's name, but there's a reaction video where she's, like, doing the whole... Album and mm-hmm. then she's just like closing her eyes, listening, and you know how Justin Vernon starts that song mm-hmm. like in the beginning, just like deep, and you you don't know what to expect when you see <gasps> yeah. featuring Bonnie Bear and she's like her eyes closed, and he's like, I, can see. Like, yeah. I can't do it, but he does he's and she pauses, and she's like opens her eyes, she's like, Sir, <laughs> Sir, <laughs> Sir, and like it's so funny because now I always think of that where she's like, Sir and she's like got a smile like oh that was deep like ooh. and yeah. i love that part of like sir okay <laughs> yeah, yeah that
0: that song in particular always just gave i don't know why it made me think of inglorious It's like the the theater burning mm. um mm. that ooh, like cool. kind of scene and air like yeah that visual is what but it was like a really kind of a nostalgic feel if you will or like kind of reminiscent mm. of, if that makes sense and mm-hmm. it's so funny because when I made Craig listen to that song, he said the same thing. He had that same kind Whoa. of like, not, not about uh, Inglorious Bastards. Like, I don't know why oh. I have that. But every time I, I hear the song, that's where my mind goes for some reason. Mm-hmm. But his, he was like, oh, yeah, it has kind of like a, a throwback, like nostalgia feel. And I was like, yeah, that's what I think, too. Like, there's some sort of. Right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We should get married. <laughs> <laughs> no but um (laughs) uh yeah oh my gosh if you have not listened i know it's not within our genre but if you have not listened to folklore and evermore do yourself a favor you will not regret it those are good albums so totally
1: different than rock but just if you appreciate good music in general right you won't be disappointed exactly um yeah so their album renegade back to that's how we got there (laughs) um did have like super mixed reviews it had um some singles trouble boys hollywood or down on your luck and angel of death um then their 12th album was their last one so that's a in lot of september albums. of 19 yeah 12 and in what what was that 12 years 12 years 12 albums i mean that's nice. that's knocking them out yeah and um in september of 1983 they did their farewell tour mm-hmm. and they they kind of just like kept going and adding dates because they knew it was like every band does that the last tour <laughs> that's so what it's just like scorpions not that. ready to be it, to over it. and yeah. I, I get it because like to make the decision to end it mm-hmm. you know in some ways it's got maybe it's like a relief maybe it's like a oh this is gonna be so sad and mm-hmm. all that but then it's like ah like it's like the whole like michael, michael jordan five more minutes five more oh. minutes five more minutes yeah like, oh or michael oh, jordan. jordan yeah like, coming like back kept coming yeah <laughs> kept coming back in um, retirement it's <laughs> and yeah. now tom brady too oh <laughs> yeah yeah so um i just thought that was interesting and yeah. phil's drug use so the lead singer mm-hmm. drug got even worse so in 1986 he did pass away mm-hmm. uh, he died of pneumonia and heart failure due to oh, septicemia I mean, yeah surf- did i say that right mm-hmm. it sounds weird so. out loud yeah um gary moore has also passed away oh my gosh. eric yeah. bell is currently in the Eric Bell Band, nice. <laughs> I I haven't Good listened for to these other bands. Uh, Brian Robertson, one of the guitarists, mm-hmm. um, has his own solo album, "Diamonds and Dirt," which I don't know. I don't like that album title. It just makes me think of that frat boy country we've talked about. Oh, uh, sort of like makes me think of, I'm not saying that that's what he yeah. plays because I have not listened, yeah, to, his. I haven't listened to. Yeah, um, Scott Gorham, one of the twin guitarist guys. Right. He created a Scotland. new band. <laughs> Scott, not from. Yeah, Scotland. not that one. He's the American. He created a new band called Black Star Writers and it's like an offshoot of Thin Lissy. Like he didn't want to keep going with that, but he kind of sees it as like an offshoot and they already have four albums. So, I mean, a good chunk. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to mention is like Phil, I know he passed away and was like, you know, what is the word? Pedal to the metal. (laughs) There it is. With, Uh oh, oh, I shouldn't be giggling, but, um, oh, with with drugs. Like he was, yeah, like very like rampant like we just drug mentioned use. yeah w- but with 12 albums out okay and i think this with any songwriter like mm-hmm. it is just incredible to me one to be able to write songs like i have yeah. such a <laughs> cool composing scale.
0: music I, just i don't understand how they do it and then how I they know. do it and, so well
1: in a and way that the ones that are hits yeah that's just yeah. like wow you knew like how did you know i mean i mean obviously not all bands are hit after hit after hit but like right on that album they got a few things right right you know and that is so neat to me and i just always wonder like i have so many questions if i could sit with someone i mean i i know there's probably a lot of songwriters but i just mean like someone who not necessarily has hits but is like pretty successful at it i feel like Mm -hmm. i have so many questions like you know at what point did you want to stop editing the song when were you like if i keep this any longer it's I'm going to so just like funny funnel it down to nothing or that you say that because
0: I was just having this conversation conversation with my mom and we were talking about how like we would be terrible groupies because we would like want to be up front and like, you know, be like oh get with the band but not like in a sexual way it's more like i want to know like what's in your head like how do you do yeah, what you I have do so many questions and, like, yeah. yeah and i was like it was just so funny she was telling me that's how she felt about these bands mm-hmm. she just like mm-hmm. loved the music and what they were doing and i was like yeah me too like i i would want to be a groupie but not for that like i just want to get close to them and like i just want to get, get close body, to you for your, your brain. brain yeah but um <laughs> yeah just like what is in your head like how do you tick how does it work I just want to know and it's so funny that you say that because it's so true like I don't get how it works and I was talking to Craig about this like because he um before they were in Zoodust Zoodust is a cover band a 90s cover band but um before that before I met him and shortly into our dating he was um in a band called Riot Like Words and they wrote original music and they were really good they just never got picked up um mm-hmm. but I told him I was like he wrote the lyrics and I think he did some com- like musical composing Uh they mm-hmm. all contributed like all the band members contributed to it and did their mm-hmm. own thing but I was like how did y'all know and he was like well me and Wes the other guy who wrote the lyrics they would just like go out in their car and like sit there and like just kind of like not shoot the break, but like just kind of like brainstorm, I guess, mm-hmm. and try to figure out like what would work with this melody or what. And they mm-hmm. have some really, really good songs. Um, I'll listen to them and they're on Spotify now. So if you like is kind of like post-hardcore type music, mm-hmm. check out mm-hmm. Riot Like Words. <laughs> um, but I, I'll play them for the kids now. A couple of them have some like... Explicit lyrics, so I won't play those. But um they're they're really really impressive. Like you and I know him, and it's <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know him, but I didn't know him at the time Intimately. he was right. Right, I didn't know him at the time that he was writing these songs. But the lyric, I was like, "How did you do that?" And he's like, yeah. "I don't know." And so I want him. I've tried to encourage him to continue writing. He got out of it, like you know, as mm-hmm life goes on you kind of move on with things but he wants to get more into kind of get back into writing music and i'm like highly encourage that because it's such a cool outlet and i'm like look if you want to write a song about me and the kids like i love that i adore the song by andrew mcmahon um is it cecilia uh that song and he's like of all the things i've seen by far the best is you and he's talking about his daughter Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. like how he's been like everywhere and seen everything, but by far the best is her, and it mm-hmm. just gives me goosebumps because it's so sweet. And I was like, so I'm just telling like I always encourage Craig. I'm like, if you want to write songs about the kids or about mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm, that's fine And he has written actually like two songs for me, and mm-hmm. I love them um, very very much. Yeah, they're I think I showed you one of them. He wrote me a song for Valentine's I, Day.
1: You have shown me one, and then you show me a short story about. Um... Oh yeah. What was their name? And it was A and C. Oh, Christian and How do you remember Anna? this? Christian uh, and something else with an a. Um, It wasn't Andrea though. No, was. it wasn't
0: Andrea. It was like um a- Annie or uh I don't know. But
1: I remember I can't remember what it was about. Was it about the one it about painting like really
0: in the sweet. sky? Cuz I
1: I don't know. I just remember that it had it was a little short love mm-hmm. story and it was an a and a c character for you guys and i was like that is adorable
0: yeah he so there is a song that goes along the short story that i'm talking about it's um like about i actually can't remember it i'll have to go back and ask him about it but it's like i know (laughs) terrible (laughs) but it's something about like the boys like painting the sky for the girl which it's like really Mm. sweet but he has a song I don't even know the name of this song and it's not, on, it's not, I know, well, it's not right. Like words, it's like him and mm. Wes, and it is probably my favorite song that they wrote. Um, shoot, he's going to kill me cause I don't know the name of the song, but, um, it's got these lyrics and it's like, I, I can't paint the sky, but I swear I'll try until the, um, until the rain rains, the bluest of blues or something like that. It's such a good song. And I think um, I'm going to toot his horn here for a minute because I love the sound of Craig's voice paired with Wes's voice. Like when they do harmonies together, that's one of my favorite sounds. Like they sound so good. And we've uh, like back in the day when uh, they would get together and play like they would just like jam out. I loved going over to their house because that's what we always ended up doing, just like sitting around and they would play their
1: music and those two would harmonize. So and jealous. Uh, I
0: loved it. I like, would
1: love to just sit and jam if I yeah. had that talent. I, oh, I feel yeah. like I wouldn't shut up. Yeah, that's what they did
0: all the time. And in those two voices, like I'll send you this song because it's okay. my favorite song from them. It's so good and I love the way their voices sound and I've told him this before and I think, I think... That I am like referenced in the song, so it's not mm-hmm. about me. But I think he like referenced me. But for you, some can, of the make but you. can make it about you. Make it about me. But I think that makes me like it even more. And now I'm like really kicking myself that I don't know the name of it. But it's hard too because I don't get to like their music wasn't on Spotify, and especially the stuff that they did that wasn't part of Write Like Words, like these types of songs. Mm-hmm. Um. There was like really no way for me to listen to it. I think it was on my iPod, my iPod, mm-hmm. the one that you like scrolled around with the. Yeah. I named him Mikey, my iPod, and I still have Mikey, but I don't know if he powers on. And so I have that music on my iPod, but I don't know how to access. And so I don't even know how to listen to that song. And I told Craig, I was like, y'all need to re-record that and like put it on Spotify because I would listen to that all day long. But mm-hmm. anyway. Sorry, that was a huge tangent, but... Um, no, you're good. Yeah, it's just the, the writing process, kind of what we were talking about. The writing process for any artist, I my brain doesn't work in that way, but my brain appreciates it. And yeah. I can, like, delve into it and just be like, whoa, like yeah. that's so cool. Like, you just did something. Like, you came up with this, and it is fucking awesome
1: awesome like that good yeah. job i love that you can like so like think about these bands like the one like scorpion you said making music mm-hmm. for what how many years 50 years did you F- say over 50 years like right they just able, released an album this past february yeah okay so <laughs> be able to one to write your emotions at all or like right. write down your thoughts in a coherent way that sounds good and all that right but that you can take like an emotion or whatever, like love. Okay. Love is not so simple to just be like, I've already written five love songs. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different little facets and different experiences, mm-hmm. even within one relationship or, you know, everything can be complicated. It isn't the right word I'm trying to say, but there's just so many little parts. And it's like fascinating to me to be able to like zoom in on that one little part. And even if that person, cause I, I'm sure not all of them are this way, but even if that person has never experienced that, but to be able to like take in other media or art forms, mm-hmm. whether it's like a film or a book or, you know, whatever you see out in the world and being able to be like, I wonder what that's like, or, you know, translate that and still make it moving or powerful right, or, right, and that is like, ugh, I just love that talent. And that's why some, you know, some artists write songs and it's, I don't see it as like, a oh, they're writing, you know, another breakup song or is another ballad about Mm -hmm. how much they love somebody. And it's like, but there's so many different ways to express it. And there's so many different things to express in countless ways, because if everything was covered then there wouldn't be new music out, which I I, granted not all music is Mm -hmm. some profound thing, but in its own way, it's right, can be great. Right. But and the use of I metaphors mean, in songs
0: is like so underrated.
1: <laughs> like, I love to and I mean straightforward songs are great, but I love to analyze things. Yes. That is I <laughs> mean to my detriment. <laughs>
0: yes. I also <laughs> I have that's anxiety. Why we get a-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I I'm right there with you like when when you have to, like, look into or you hear, like, the the story behind. So, okay, here's a really good example is the song Closing Time. Closing mm. time. One last call for alcohol. Mm-hmm. So uh, Zoodust, like, almost always closes their shows. So I'm very familiar with that song before mm-hmm. even they start. But, but anyway, uh, it's a perfect closing song. It's like closing time so you think it's just like they're writing about the bars closing you got to go and it's like you don't have to go home but you can't stay here can't stay here i know who i want to take me me home home. yeah so that song he actually wrote that about his wife giving birth closing time is the baby leaving the womb and like (laughs) you can't you can't stay here but yeah. like, and I know who I want to take me home, and
1: like, just it. That's I, cute. Yeah, isn't it? It's so cool? finish your whiskey or beer is like <laughs> a metaphor for the placenta, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm just just kidding. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to take it too literally, but that's no, really
0: but, neat. Yeah, cool. I just that was what like the song was based off, and I had no clue until Craig told me that, and I was just like, oh, that's so cool and interesting how yeah. somebody can do that and yeah have that because here we are just thinking it's a song about a bar closing and like you can't mm-hmm. you gotta go but now it's about like new life and beginnings and then i mean kid has i'm that sure song. there's
1: so many um yeah. like examples of it but the first one that came to mind and it's like a super popular one but um hotel california how it's mm-hmm. just like a really cool song about like ooh, i wonder and it, it has like it's mysterious ghost yeah. town vibes mm-hmm. or that but then supposedly it's written about like drugs and addiction and not being able to. Oh, like leave. being on a trip. And, um, I didn't know that. I, I think it has to do with addiction, if I'm not mistaken. That would make so um, much sense, though. Like, like you're here and you can't leave. I, I
0: mirrors on the ceiling, pink champagne on ice. And yeah. We are all just prisoners, all just prisoners here, here of our, our own, own device. device. Yeah relax of the night man
1: okay so i just typed in it says a metaphor you can check out, but for you can cocaine never leave. addiction yeah <sighs> and yeah so um my one hit wonder and okay. i know it's like a different sound but because of yes. the title i went here oh well, yeah. i did could be anything dancing in the moonlight by <gasps> oh! so it is the one we talked about oh, earlier not okay. the thin lizzy version but dancing in the, moon, the moonlight everybody. Everybody. yeah so um that's a really good song yeah yeah, and I an interesting fact which I did not know, but maybe maybe you did, maybe a lot of people knew. And I didn't. Hold on, really quick. How do you say the island name Saint Croix? Saint Croix,
0: is that uh, right?
1: Saint Croix. I, I read it. So I read La-Croix? it all the time. La <laughs> Croix. Oh, maybe it's La Croix. Oh, S- maybe it's that. Cause I think it's. Yeah. Well, I that don't know. Island. <laughs> um. So the songwriter <laughs> is Sherman not. Kelly. I say naked i say uh hmm.
0: roof 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 and yeah. uh what are the other ones that cra- oh roin i say roin and craig's like it's oh, yeah ruin and yeah Ugh. i heard my mom Wait, say, say Creola,
1: the right way i say crown to... oh that's what it's not creole yeah Crayola. and i
0: was corrected yeah. by a six-year-old uh, she was five at the time, but we had Caroline, our goddaughter, mm-hmm. and Mike's, and Mike and Jenny's daughter, in the car with us, and I was just, it was right before they were starting school, and I was talking to her, I was like, oh, did y'all have to get school supplies, and I was like, like, markers, and crowns, and and I was, like, listing it out, and she was like, crowns? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, you, like, you color with them, and mm-hmm. she's like, you mean crayons? Yeah. <laughs> I was like
1: oh, yes, Crayola. Like, yeah, I feel like my justification for that is the name brand is Crayola. So why would it be Crown? All of a sudden it would be, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Crowla. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's Crowla. Crayola. I mean, so we
0: always it's... called them Crayolas. <laughs> so you get your box of Crayolas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the song is like really happy-go-lucky, like, mm-hmm. you know, Everybody. Yeah. And it's like a happy song. Uh-huh. And so I did not know this. Oh, gosh. The writer was on that island. His name is Sherman Kelly. And he was attacked by mm. some people on the island. And I, I don't know if it was like a gang or something like, like that. But it's like people. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. And he was left for dead. So like he <gasps> they just like, you know, hurt him. But the reason it's considered left for dead in my eyes is because that gang of people actually ended up murdering eight other american tourists so what? it was very possible that he could have died so was it like, like a to like their a, knowledge a
0: tribe of like native people or like a? Gay? honestly
1: i don't know i don't know i like I don't an know indigenous about the island type to be able people, to say i don't yeah. know. i mean
0: we can't even pronounce this island so we have no <laughs> idea who actually lives there no, yeah
1: no clue don't ask me deep <laughs> questions andrea i'm telling you a sentence that i wrote down from my research and that's it now were they naked <laughs> or were... okay oh, yeah they had crowns Man. all over their body. <laughs> um, so he was recovering from his injuries once, like uh-huh. he is or was fine at the time. Like oh, he geez. ended up surviving, yeah. and he wanted to envision an alternate reality, and that's oh. where this all came from. So I was wow. like, "Wow, that has a sad." I thought it was gonna too. be like a
0: ghostly type thing, like dancing in the moonlight. Ooh, like, yeah, cool. But um, that oh, would that's. Be cool. Sad, but also I'm yeah, glad so he was okay. He recorded
1: okay? the song with his band Baffalongo. Let's do it again. Do it again. buffalongo buffalongo B o f f a l o n g o. buffalongo Baffalongo. buffalongo oh, Bof- Bof- <laughs>
0: I'm just fucking with like, you. like to say it. You're B- like a I'm just
1: um, kidding. I have no idea. So that was in 1970. Didn't nothing happened that's with it ago. so his brother was the drummer for king harvest a mm-hmm. french american rock group so they re-recorded it in mm. 1972
0: and it was a hit oh, so. so that's probably Not what i'm even thinking his of own. okay oh yeah for yeah. sure okay okay, that's yeah
1: for sure what you're thinking of
0: that's totally what i was <laughs> i needed that story no that's a good one yeah. good job
1: well thank you so much for tuning in and yeah until then rock out and ramble on bye